You're listening to Campus Review Radio. To register for our upcoming Higher Equity Summit, examining the various barriers to equality in higher education, visit campusreview.com.au and follow the links to Higher Equity Summit. The study reviewed programs that are aimed at um, trying to prevent kids getting going into detention or jail. Um, and we specifically looked internationally for program evaluation. So studies that have actually evaluated programs for high-risk kids with the intention of um, where the program's got the intent of keeping kids you know, out of jail or detention. Um, so that was the key focus of it. And what we found um, was that there's actually only been 13 evaluations published internationally um, of programs like that. And of the 13... Half of them, so seven of them, uh, the evaluations were really low quality. So it's one thing to say, have you evaluated the program so that we know whether or not it works? It's another thing then to say, well, even if you've done evaluation, how good is it? Because it's, you know, if you do poor quality evaluations, it's actually um, not that helpful uh, in terms of establishing an evidence base. So um, seven of the studies turned out to be not of a um, not a good enough quality to be to to have reliable results, uh, but six of them um, were really good quality. So they're the six that we focused on. We found four elements that uh, seem to be common across those programs that are effective. And the four elements are um, actually that they're multi-component, so you can't just focus on one issue, um, or it seems to be that the programs that are most effective are those that focus on multiple issues at once. So, that would be around their sort of education skills um, type training, their legal issues, um, substance abuse, mental health. So these kids are, you know, really high risk. So they've got a range of issues. So programs need to focus on all of those simultaneously. Um, the other three elements that seem to be effective are what we would call motivational interviewing. So that means sort of trying to understand and focus on the what the kids. Um, you know, most want help with and motivating them to try to achieve that. So, you know, if they've got legal issues, then focusing on those first and helping the kids sort of manage their way through their court cases. Of those six good evaluations, um, none of them are Australian. So we really need some Australian specific evidence about whether programs focusing on high-risk kids, how effective they are. And the reason I think we need Australians to give evidence is because there's some factors here that are unique um, compared to the rest of the world. So one of those, for example, is the overrepresentation of Aboriginal people. So it could be that we need programs in Australia that have a strong cultural um, component to them precisely because uh, the, the kids that, or the young people that these programs are dealing with are, you know, way that Aboriginal people are way overrepresented. So it could be that Whatever programs we put in place here in Australia, they really need to have that sort of cultural focus. Uh, and the second element that's quite unique to Australia is how many communities we've got that are in regional or remote areas. So the way you deliver a program, you know, in a city might be quite different to how you need to develop it in a remote area. So again, because of the overrepresentation of and the disadvantage of remote communities, we really need some evidence from Australia about how to best engage and deliver services, you know, for Aboriginal kids, but also for kids in uh, rural and remote communities.